When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. I'm Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hue soundbite. It seems that we have been caught in a virtual time warp, Caroline, because <laughs> uh, I, I don't know whether it was the end of the second wave, the beginning of the third, and now we're in the fourth, and we're still doing this. It is so frustrating, but it is beautiful in a sense because we still can connect. And... Uh, Caroline Brooks, we know her as one-third of the Good Lovelies, an amazing trio. Now we have Caroline Marie Brooks, solo. And uh, the title of the new album is really cool too, isn't it? (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, there's actually another Caroline Brooks who's an amazing musician out of L.A., so I have put my middle name into this project just to (laughs) help a little with confusion. (laughs) So clarify. Okay, so... When I was referring to the title of your album, Everything at the Same Time. Yes. That yes. is so true. That is so yeah. true. And what uh, we're in right now, but it's also in our daily lives, like in our work lives, everything at the same time. Everybody yeah. wants the same thing or something at the same time. And we're forced to like split ourselves in multifaceted pieces and try to make something cohesive so i you know i don't know if that's like probably not the basis of the album but let's get right to it the reason to go solo and the concept behind your first debut solo album yeah it's a big question what 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 made me go in this direction well i've been working on it for about a year so i started well i guess a little bit more if you count the songwriting process but I've wanted to make a solo record for a long time. Um, As you know, I'm one third of a band called The Good Lovelies, and um, that has been my main gig for most of my professional career. And I love making music of all kinds with lots of people, and I wanted to celebrate my middle age. My 40th birthday was this last summer, so I knew leading up to that that I would want to record some really personal songs and mark a very specific time of my life. So um, I'm a parent of young children. Uh, You might hear some video (laughs) games downstairs. I'm on my own with my son right now. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just in it. Everything at the same time is happening. Like I'm, you nailed it, Tracy, because we're like, not just one thing, 
we also don't just feel one thing. And that is really at the heart of this record is like that idea that, you know, you can have extreme joy, but you can also see sadness in moments. Like the way I like to explain it is, you know, my kids are growing up before my very eyes and it gives me so much joy to see them growing and becoming like fully formed humans. And then at the same time, there's like a grief there watching your babies grow, you know? So you can have like these layers of emotions. You can be more than one thing. You can, yeah, experience many things simultaneously. And that was really what I wanted to mark in a lot of the songs on this record. So the title was fitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the process. I mean, how different is it when you're writing in a trio as opposed to writing for yourself? That's also a great question. Um, I just uh, came off of a week-long writing trip with Carrie and Sue. We're writing songs for a new record, and it was probably the most collaborative writing we've ever done before. So traditionally, Good Lovely's record, songs would come either fully formed or partially formed, and we'd share and, you know, refine together. Um, with this uh, collection of songs, I, I, you know, I sort of took myself, I took all expectations away and it's, I hope I carry this forward because it, you know, with any work, um, even being a musician, there's a certain amount of expectation that, that flows through that. So, um, you know, my band has been a band for almost 16 years and people have certain expectations around it. So when I was writing the songs for this record, I knew they'd be very like, personal and family focused, but also I kind of liberated myself from um, any, you know, expectations on myself about where it would end up. I was like not thinking about, is this a song that's going to end up on, you know, CBC or would this ever make the radio or would this work on a playlist? Like I stopped, I just, I just stopped and I wrote these songs for myself and that sounds a little selfish, in a way. <laughs> but it was actually just a really nice experience. Um, to mark, again, mark this specific time of my life and um, and feel these songs very deeply. And and again, like writing for Good Lovelies, it's not that I don't do that. It's just it, it knowing that these songs wouldn't necessarily end up anywhere was kind of a lovely feeling and, and helped me focus uh, my writing. Oh, great. And you talked about family. So opening up and when any songwriter writes songs, they're vulnerable. I guess putting your life out there and like you said you're just a turning point or whatever like hey 40 is like the new 20 girl so yeah, don't worry yeah, about thank it you. <laughs> 29 again boy yeah, no but, right. but still and especially for females especially for women right um, how much did that play into I guess rethinking or why am I doing this now or is this a good idea all of those things we don't we always talk about oh this is a great thing and whatever but maybe I'm switching around talking about the doubts and how you work through them there's certainly doubt in anything we do um, and yeah turning 40 was definitely felt more momentous than any of the other birthdays have felt so far. You know, even here, you know, turning 30 mm -hmm. felt different than this. Um, I think it's partially because I can remember my mom at my age, you know, and I can um, start it like I, when I spend time with her, it's really interesting because I'm like, I still see her 
as my age, you know, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a circularity to that. And then the doubt piece is interesting because I almost feel less doubt as I get older. Um, I just, I kind of know what I want more. And I, I, I certainly felt that making this record, making the sounds on the record, knowing what the songs would be like format wise, like form wise and uh, what kind of instrumentation. I worked with amazing um, co-producer, Jim Bryson, who I've spent a lot of time with. I love him dearly. He did such a beautiful job with this record. And it was a very empowering experience to make this record because I was more in the driver's seat than I ever have been. And, and the doubt was oddly not quite there. I mean, there's always doubt when you release music and you're like, will it connect with people, you know? And um, I've just released this new music video and, and it's scary, right? It's always a little bit scary to put things out in the world. But as I grow older, I'm, I'm almost more secure in what I want to do and how I want it to sound and look. And so that's, that's quite empowering. Um, but the, yeah, the nagging doubt is always. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? I think as you get older, you do get wiser. Yes. Or maybe we grow a tougher <laughs> skin. I don't know. But even, you know, the process of making this album. Yes, you probably virtual with a lot of your musicians. You mentioned mm -hmm. Jim. He has been, you know, been like one of the top producers. I guess for you now, what would be the next steps? Would you go into producing too? I mean, the door's been nudged open, certainly. I'm like working on my technical skills in production, like learning about miking techniques and what kind of sounds I want to make. Um, I have a lot of feelings about how things should, or not should, how I'd like things to sound. Yes. Um, and, you know, I've always been quite, Carrie, Sue, and I, with Good Lovelies, have always been quite vocal about what we want when we're making a record. So we've always been very involved in that. Whether I want to actually drive, you know, like steer the ship, I don't know if that's my <laughs> thing yet. I'm not closing yeah. that door because I certainly am open to it with the right kind of artist. But I love this experience with Jim um, and just having this like very focused um, but open experience where we could just, you know, bug each other and say, you know, I don't like that. Or yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's go down that road for a little while. And, uh, it was, it was very, very cool. And, um, I'm super grateful to him because he was quite patient with me. I mean, I was patient with him too, but, um, <laughs> we were patient with each other in, in making our way to the, to what the record sounds like today. And a lot of people don't realize like the give and take relationship to getting a record made, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, from the songwriting to the music, and then it's like the production. It really is, I, I think, to find the producer, and you know, and vis-a-vis -vis the producer finds the artist, where you can have that flexibility, and I, I guess maybe that trust that you can be so honest, I think makes the end result yeah. even better. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, and I've been really lucky to work with some amazing producers over the years. And I don't think I'd work with anybody who didn't, you know, um, like take the, like as an artist, primarily as an artist, um, you know, those those perspectives are so important to, mm -hmm. I've never been in a position where um, I haven't felt like I could say something, you know? I mean, maybe in the early days, cause I was really nervous or I didn't have the language around, to, to speak to what I wanted, 
Um, but yeah, I've always been really blessed with really great partnerships and working with people that I really trust. And it is, yeah, it's a trust relationship for sure. And I, I don't think unless you've really experienced it, it's really hard to understand because you're basically taking your most vulnerable self. You're writing songs in, in this case, very personal songs. You're laying them out and you're saying, let's make this work and so it's it's a it's it's very much a trust relationship both ways and, mm -hmm. and I'm really very proud of what Jim and I were able to accomplish on this record the sounds make me so happy and like yeah it just it exceeded my expectations for sure and I'll always think back to this experience as well, such a huge one for me you know personally and creatively professionally and you know on a friendship level too working with Jim was just I don't know I feel like home it was fantastic well it sounds like the timing all aligned and the timing was right okay so let's talk about these songs your favorite or or one I guess you know and it's like kids no I can't tell you which one no, is I my can't, favorite I can't yet. tell you <laughs> okay so let's go which one was like the worst or the hardest to get Ooh. through or, yeah. or hey, we didn't think, we thought this was a dud, but then in the end, it made the final cut. These, this, these are things that happen in the studio. You know, I you know. can write like a song that you think is amazing <laughs> and you bring it to the studio and for whatever reason, it's not working. And I know I've experienced that over the years where there's just songs that get left off of records because mm -hmm. they just don't come together in the same way. Um, there are a lot of songs that were just very easy, very natural to put together. Um, uh, songs like Night Drive and Vitamin, those mm -hmm. two were the first two singles and they are they came together really, I, I didn't struggle with those ones. Those mm -hmm. ones were like a clear path. Yeah. Um, but a song called Lights Go Down, which is in the latter half of the record, uh, it's a co-write. I, I, I wrote it with my friend Peter Katz, who's this amazing songwriter yeah. in Toronto. Yes. And um, you know, he's yes. lovely. <laughs> and he and I wrote this song right before the pandemic hit. And I couldn't find my way in the studio. We just really struggled with it for a long time. And finally, we, we put a couple elements in that just kind of like, it was like, <laughs> just like sucked it together some way. It was just like perfect. And one of the things I love about this song now is my brother sings vocals on it. Um, actually, my whole family, my sister, my mom sing on the record. My dad plays guitar on the record. And my brother sings on this song, uh, Lights Aww. Go Down, which is, uh, it just turned out so beautifully. And he's more in like an R&B, uh, like um, hip hop world. And mm -hmm. he brought these beautiful elements to the song that I just love so much. Aww. Well, okay, I won't ask you to rap for the song, but I know that you are going to play us out with a song, so I'm so proud and happy. Oh, and yes, okay, yes, virtual concert, uh, yes. Sunday, October 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It'll be on or available until Sunday, October 24th. 11.59 midnight. That's um, right, you have till midnight. You have till midnight, but it's, um, yeah everything all at the same time did i say that right no everything at the same time well all at the same time it's pretty everything close at the same time. close enough oh, yeah okay <laughs> thank you and here she is caroline marie brooks congratulations on your new debut thank solo you. ep girl thank you so much honey thanks for having me this is called um i can't always be there mm. 
Listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.